What's going on with dance and stuff? What's happening with dance and things? What's going on? What's happening? What's going on with dance and stuff? Paige from Archistratus Books was just here and she brought me these amazing breast cookie cakes um, because uh, St. Agatha's uh, Saint Day is coming up and um, her breasts were cut off. So she made me these incredible uh, gluten-free breast cookie cakes that we're sitting around eating to bring the divine feminine into the body. Query. What are you talking about? It was in a podcast episode. <laughs> yeah, you were talking about, um, you were trying both to think of Beverly <laughs> really Cleary, good. but yeah. you could Because I wanted Wait, to talk about Beverly Ramona, Cleary. Ramona with the toothpaste. <laughs> Ramona, Ramona What's gets into name? trouble. Yeah, Ramona and Beezus. <gasps> Wait, wait, what was was Ramona a mouse? No, she was a little girl. <laughs> a little she was girl. a little girl with a bob. Mm-hmm. And her name was and it was no. written by a woman named Beverly Cleary. <laughs> but <laughs> you said Beverly Cleary. Who did? You did. I did. <laughs> what episode was this? A long time ago. Like when it was around like our hundred and fifteenth. Really? Oh, I know which one it was. I think. I think it was wow. either because I got into your podcast with Brianna, because I'm a huge Pina Bausch fan. She was And I happen to, um, like, weirdly, have nothing to do with dance, but I, like, deeply love dance and have loved learning more about it from both of you. Um, Like, when I bought tickets to Rite of Spring, I wept, because I had been waiting, like, my whole life to see it live. Just the buying of the tickets made you cry. I did, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Lindsay's... I'm a really big fan. Lindsay's? Like I saw 1980 in college, and it what? meant everything to me. That's Michelle Mola's favorite one. Really? Michelle Mola's like favorite Bausch dance it meant is 1980. Everything to me. I haven't seen that. It's really powerful. I, I, Michelle showed me. Clips. That was the year was, I was born. It was. I should watch it. It was. That is right. It was. Yeah, it was made about you, actually. It was made about you. Um, I don't want any of this to get on your. Oh, I'll I'll clear her up. She's being blessed. Hey, being there. She's really being blessed right now. You're done. You can keep her out. Yeah, I will. I'm just gonna, you know. That was so good. Well, we can eat the other one. We can eat them both. No, no, no. I feel it was enough. (laughs) I'll take that last one. You have to eat that. Not a problem for me. I want you to have that. Not a problem. Um. Oh my God! This has been already amazing. Ha, it's your birthday. Happy it's, birthday! It's, it's really I my think birthday. The po- this is the podcast right now. This is correct? the podcast now. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're in it. We're doing it. Today is Jack's it. birthday. Yeah. But so it, would, it wouldn't be a podcast. It wouldn't be an episode if you didn't burp. Read. No. Um. Oh, my hair looks extra crazy. No. <laughs> Mine just like, very normal. Really? Yeah. Remember how I really liked it when I think it was one day when I'd had like a hat on for a long time and it was like <laughs> flat and like just pasted to my head and I was like, my hair looks really good. And you were like, no, <laughs> no. You were like, I like that you think it looks good when it's yeah, like a full incorrect. like dyed black wig. It's like, like you always like head. it best when it's so manipulated <laughs> that it's like no longer your own hair. <laughs> Maybe. It's not the hair you were meant to have. Well, I was always embarrassed by my hair as a child. Why? Um, because it was huge. Who did it come from? 
both, kind of. Really? But my hair was, like, reddish when I was born. It was a mainly, like, more auburny hair. And my mom wouldn't let anyone cut it because she didn't think she'd ever have a child. So she was upset. I mean, again, because she was old er, by the time she had me. She had a geriatric pregnancy. Hi, big time, yeah. <laughs> she had a walk, she was like walking with a walker and then all of a sudden oh, was like, I'm wow. pregnant. Oh no. <laughs> and then, um, no, not a walker. <laughs> Full of giving birth in a wheelchair. And um, wow, can you imagine? If I'd known your mom, I would have been like, abort. <laughs> <laughs> no, abort she didn't mission. have a, she didn't have a wheelchair and a walker by then. But she was 40, Three or forty-four. That's a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it was older, and my father was fifty-nine. So so. And old. he had never had kids. I mean, he had adopted his first two kids because, I mean, he said they had told him he was sterile. So I always felt like my mom was so codependent that mm. she just made it work. Are your ghost parents still making you sick? I think it's clearing out. Okay. I think I had an amazing session with Lindsay with our guest with our guest. I did. I. I had asked for my birthday if she would give me a reading, and um, uh, ladies, no ladies, and, ladies and gentlemen, and other who listen to this uh, <laughs> to this podcast, if you are going to have someone tune in for you, contact Lindsay Mack at Wild Soul Healing. I am, I am like I could just. Um, she's an intuitive, and she's also well versed in uh, Western modalities of therapy. I would say, wow. and that. That mixture of how to talk about what people have gone through as well as what's going on in all of the realms is really housed within this incredible being. And where does one go to have these readings? Well, let's start talking with Lindsay right away. We're just going to have this be a conversation because you're here. You were here first. (laughs) And it's like such a pleasure that you're at the birthday. Wow. I had an idea of what Lindsay looked like in my head and it's not at all what I thought. Were you picturing like Holly Hunter from Top of the Lake? Much more that. much older I knew it. like split ends. I knew you know? it. I'm going to sit on this weird <laughs> table Jeremy had made no. so I can oh be God, closer. She's so defined and has beautiful young hair. I know. Oh, I know. Great. Well, she really looks like she could be a, a teen, mm-hmm. quite frankly. I mean, she looks incredibly young. She's been touched by the, all the angelical forces. <laughs> I think I was imagining like Jill Clayburgh, but like also combined with Holly, Hun- Holly Hunter. I get it. I told you were picturing like spiritualist medium who's going to yeah. like Who's sort of like, hello. Like Carrie's mom from Carrie. (laughs) Yes, well, Piper Laurie. Laurie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of my favorite characters. Or like Suzanne Farrell with like a crystal ball. Okay, absolutely. (laughs) When are we going to have Suzanne Farrell on? I'm imagining never. Oh, she'll do it. She would not. Why wouldn't she? She's very private. Oh, so am I. (laughs) 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 I feel if you reached out to her, she'd do it. She has no idea who I am. Although I did once. You were in her, you auditioned well, for her hi- company. I, yeah, I got hired. And didn't you pass on it to I dance did. for Lar? No, I danced for Shenway. Okay, well, you know, there you go. Yeah. I feel like I we can ask Suzanne Farrell, and I also feel we can ask, um, you know, who I really want to ask, and I will ask is, um, is her dancing in my grave? What's her name? Kelsey Kirkland. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kelsey Kirkland. <laughs> like that you said it so that she wouldn't hear you. Yeah, can you imagine? She wrote dancing in her, what's her name? <laughs> Kelsey Kirkland. Yeah. Um, Lindsay Mack is uh, incredible. And um, when did I first meet you? I met you with Parker. You sure did. So did how, how we met was that 
you just come a little closer oh, to my phone absolutely. that we record on that we get messages <laughs> about like <laughs> dialing up our audio on <laughs> ladies and gentlemen another if you want that send money send money yeah to get exactly. a microphone yeah. microphone we have one but we found we, that this is better yeah i mean it's yeah. i've noticed a difference oh, really? I, I love the podcast yeah. yeah i've noticed a difference in the audio um how we met was that you were planning to do a project with parker and my husband and he was on tour with OK Go, Chase oh, Voorhees. Wow. Chase Voorhees. We and really you were. connected with him. And he yeah. was in New York for one day out of four months on this tour that he did with and He left me alone for four months and went off on tour with OK Go. Right. And on the one night that he was in New York, you, me, Parker, and Chase all hung out. And, yeah. like, Parker insists. Okay, so... I had such a good time. That's how we met, and we really connected, I yeah. feel like, right away. Yeah, I but immediately I, was like, um, you're a witch. We're I'm a long. witch. I uh-huh. have to, like, but see what I, more. What I will say about that evening, though, is that <laughs> no less than 10 minutes before the concert was about uh-huh. to begin, Parker was like, I want to eat at that restaurant that has a 50-minute wait time, and I want a whole cooked fish. That's and exactly what happened. And she made it happen and Wait. was basically like... You will seat us now. It's true. All ten of this us. This did happen. And you will cook us a whole fish. So it was me. And it was the it, bass player from OK Go yeah. and Chase being like, oh my God, because yeah. she's Parker and we're not yeah. going to say fucking shit with Parker. We went to like, this Greek restaurant sure that did. I had eaten at with Alistair once. And but I wait, was you like, had to get to the show in ten minutes? Yeah, mm-hmm. but she didn't, it didn't. It, she wasn't available to take that on, and she wanted just to simply. That's eat correct. The did fish. she not go to the show? Oh no, we made the show. No, re- this is what happened. We was they were did. like, they needed a- to be back for sound check. So it was sound like- check wasn't. Sound check was in ten minutes, or was the show in ten? I think the show was in ten. They were like, we have to be back for the sound check, and she's like, this is all going to work out. And they were, <laughs> yeah. and the, the restaurant was like, it's a fifty minute wait, and she's like, this is okay, go. And I'm Parker Posey, and we need to eat now. Wow. And then, like, then they were like, and absolutely. Then we need, and we, we want to go, and you have this great whole fish here, and I know you have it, right? And they're like, we do. It's wonderful that you know that you don't even have to. Cook, they, they wouldn't cook it for her. Oh, they wouldn't want no, because it would take too so long. So upset, yeah. She was <laughs> devastated, and so we sat down uh, there, and she got us this table all for naught. And she was, you wait, know, so what did, did we eat? Anything? We ate the whole table, and she paid. And she did pay. Because it yeah. was incredible. It yeah. was so beautiful. But I hung yeah. out with you and Parker for like seven hours that yeah. day. Yeah, and then we went back to the, we went back and kind of watched the show. the show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and, and oh, Lindsay sure and Parker did. and I sat up and watched the show while talking about like witchcraft. And what do you mean? Sure. Watched it from home? No, there was like a little <laughs> yeah. balcony. We were in Roseland Ball. No. It's we that were, hideous space that I hate yes, that's in um, Terminal 5. Terminal 5. That sounded were, like a dream come true. Like you send off your friends and family to go perform and you go home and watch the live stream. <laughs> yeah, that sounds really <laughs> good. Popcorn and blank. Yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. Just so you Absolutely. all know, friends of Reed and me, that, that invite us out to eat a meal with we you and then do a there. live stream of yes. your show Send for us. Send us right home. <laughs> and, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm getting ready to 5 p.m. dinners is my new favorite thing. I did that. Oh. I started last I week. Went into, it, I, I'm me. so sorry. No, no. I went into Sweetwater yesterday. Is that Sweetwater Grill? It's Sweetwater in Williamsburg, and uh-huh. I went in yesterday and at like I think like four fifty, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Hi, I'll just be one, and I'll take the booth." Like <laughs> I just prefer- food is Sweetwater. Sweetwater is like American food with kind of like a yeah, it's American food. Okay. It's American food. I did. I went to Elephant and Castle last week mm-hmm. at 5 p.m. where I kind of fell asleep while eating, <laughs> and then I was like, "I gotta go home." 
And then I like promptly. You were by yourself? I was with Jeremy, but kind of nodding off. But I was alone. You know, yeah, I was with Jeremy, but it was just me. Yeah, I was with Jeremy, but it was just me because I was tired. And, um, and you know those mirrors at Elephant Castle. Oh, man. And there was something about being in Elephant Castle where everyone was at least 70. And, mm-hmm. you know, coughing as well <laughs> and over their steamed food. Mm-hmm. And um, I had like steamed mush, like a steamed salmon <laughs> with other mush. And then I was like, good night at like seven. <laughs> I was like, that's enough of that. <laughs> Just barreling towards oh my 315. This is my 315th birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday. Oh birthday. my gosh. Yeah, so that's when we first met. What were Parker and Chase and I going to do? I'm having a hard Ophelia. time. You were going to do an Ophelia thing. What? Yeah. Wait. Wow. Y'all wanted to do a video, or not a video, I'm sorry, but you wanted to do the short kind of artistic visioning of Ophelia. You weren't with us, were you? (gasps) Gary Graham. Gary Graham dresses. But you did do something with Gary Graham. Well, we did this app. It just didn't work. It just didn't have, it wasn't meant. It just, it flopped. And clearly it wasn't meant, because I can't even remember it, and I generally have a memory like a steel trap. And it's certainly fine. It's like a steel trap that then gets embellished over time. <laughs> what does that mean? I mean oh. Things shift. Uh, they dial up a little uh-huh. bit. You know, yeah. sometimes saying things hyperbolically is closer to the truth. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, big feelings, big times. Yeah. Um, Lindsay, I know this, but Reed doesn't. Where are you from? New Jersey. Which part? Northern. Uh-huh. I'm from, like, Clifton, Verona. In fact, if I may offer a piece of Jack River trivia... Please. My high school, so everyone in the room, I'm sure, is familiar with Strangers with Candy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Flat Point High, when they do those things that are the exterior of the high school, that's like Sally ate dick. That's uh-huh. my high school. <laughs> that was your high school. Yeah. We didn't shoot there. We and, shot yeah. an abandoned high school it's that amazing. had no heating or air Where? conditioning. In New Jersey. Yeah. I was too drunk. It's, it's I don't all really over. remember. Did you commute every day or did you guys stay there? No, no, you commuted. It's New Jersey, so oh, they're not going to deal it's for easy. housing when you're... But there's so much in Strangers with Candy that was like in my local mall. And at oh, one wow, point, yeah. like my track... I think my in the one where she like dopes for the track meet, uh-huh. like that's where that's she gets our like track. a mustache. Yeah, she sure does. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah she gets like beard. a beard, right? Because they're taking <laughs> all of the steroids. girls get these full beards. <laughs> right, right. Um, and we had it's always, a good show. and we, and I remember that when I was in theater many years ago, <clears throat> um, like at twenty-two years old, you did Black Swan. And Chase and I were dating and we could not believe it because we both had loved you from your work and there had always been this connection. So anyway, it's a crazy thing that we know each other now because there's been this... Then we met Matt. Then we met Matt. Then we met Matt. Many years after. I know you. Yeah, because I didn't do much, but we were around generally. You saw my like little face in your shows like, you know. And I really, I've been thinking actually that (laughs) I want to do Notes and Swan again. Please. The world needs it because more now than ever. I feel I didn't get to see notes. Notes. So if you could do it for me, Swan that would be is real madcap, hysterical. It's pretty gross because um, that movie is gross the whole time. Um, but notes 
it has this an extra level to it that I really like. It where has another I, layer. Where was Notes when I saw it? it the was first like time in the West we did Village. well, the first time we did Notes was at Cafe Carlisle. Oh, really? And then uh, I don't remember how that happened. And the second <laughs> time, um, I wouldn't have been drunk, but I don't remember how. <laughs> and then the second time we did it was PS One Twenty Two. And the third time we did it was at Abrams Art Center. We also did it at, like, Williamstown, and we did it some other places. I mean, after Swan, it was really, like, what's the next one? Mm. Gone Girl could have been. Oh, yeah. Jack, I feel like Berber, please. I feel, well, Christian Coulson called that wow. out. He was like, Gone Girl's a really good one. But, I, <laughs> but we also thought, what's the one with... Um, Oh, and the girl on the train or something? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we thought about being like Gone Girl on a train, you know, or like, <laughs> um, it's uh, or just like Girl Train or like Gone Train, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I do feel like doing Notes and Swan again would really, like, it's a, mm-hmm. it's a real, those are real funny. You could do a whole summer festival. Yeah. yeah. Just those two in rap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, summer rep. Mm-hmm. We could call it summer stock yeah. in the city. In oh. Berkshires. Well, we just do it here and pretend it was a Berkshire. <laughs> <laughs> do a little like curtain yeah. speech of like, welcome to Westport Country Playhouse. We'd say that. <laughs> like, go through all the regional theaters I worked at in the summers. Welcome to Williamstown Theater Festival. <laughs> um, and then when did you realize, I liked going from Jersey to when yeah. did you realize that you had the gift? Like intuition? Yeah. So this is heavy, but. Um, Great. I didn't know it until I was really old because I had um, very severe PTSD Mm -hmm. and had panic attacks almost every day Mm because I was being abused. And I didn't know that I was an intuitive. I didn't understand that until I was only like 30. Um, So basically, yeah, I, I had a really strong kind of healing crisis and kind of a full breakdown and, um, just like had lived all these different careers and thought that I was meant to do all these different things and had not really paid any attention to like me at all. And I was like still talking to my mother who had like abused me every day. And um, three days before I got married, I basically decided um, it was either a psychiatrist or I was going to jump off of the George Washington Bridge. And I decided to go to a psychiatrist and she wound up being a really good one. And I share that because a lot of people assume like intuitive work has nothing to do with like psychologists and I'd like to dispel that because I would never have known that I was an intuitive without that kind of help and care. Um, But anyway, so I saw... And to briefly interject on that, when Freud and Ferenzi... Do you know about Freud and Ferenzi's relationship? Mm -hmm. So it was Freud and then there was this other analyst named Ferenzi and they were close and over their 20 year friendship they would they wrote a lot to each other and frequently dealing with how do we deal with homosexuality which is Mm. interesting because in this kind of way they were having this relationship yeah Ferenzi started to see psychics and was very into that therapists are a kind of psychic yeah. And was try- and because they're picking up on yeah, of course. I mean, I think there's many ways that we don't use the capacity of the brain, right? Yeah. We've talked about that for a long time. And so and Freud was like, No, 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 do not say that. We can't say that because we've got to keep this medical. Mm. Otherwise no one will believe it. Yeah. But then he would be like, Well, what happened when you saw a psychic? Yeah, of course. Like, no, I don't want to know. Freud <laughs> so Freud was very he was he had an ambivalence with the whole mm. thing that was that frenzy really frenzy is is wild and I've I have to read about that. He's really a wild one. He was the first one who also would have 
Franzi started having clients analyze him. Mm. And that's where the more of, instead of analysis, psychotherapy began. That it became more conversational. Albeit having your client analyze you now would be a malpractice. But anyhow, go on. Love it. So you saw the psychiatrist. Yeah, so, yeah, basically um, that decision, I didn't realize how life-changing it would be. But I got married, came back, and decided, because I just had been such a dark moment, that I was like, well, my mom's gone, and I haven't spoken to her since, and that's really good. Did she die? No. No, just have not. She's gone from my life. And um, I shifted my life. I left a job and was really like, I don't know really what I'm going to do. And I've been reading tarot for 22 years. I got my first deck when I was 11 and was really committed to learning how to use it. And so I read all through middle school, high school, and college, but didn't ever think it would be like a thing. Tarot's very popular now, and right. it was not even like in 2014. So I just didn't think like that's a reputable way to make money. Right. Like it just didn't even cross my mind. Right. So when I was in the midst of feeling honestly like a lot better and on my feet and kind of in star mode, like very stable again, but still healing, this lifestyle storm Fort Greene, like, I was going to do a pop-up in there because I used to have a wellness practice in Manhattan. And um, they were like, well, our tarot reader left and, um, you know, we'd like to, like, you know, do you know anyone? And something in me was like, yeah, I can do it. I read. I read. (laughs) And I had read, but I had been very out of practice. So I came back like a day after. And because I used to be an actor, I was able to memorize like a little tiny bit about every card. So Uh I kind of remembered. But I sat down with someone and in that exchange and in that intention and without that constant feedback loop of trauma and panic, I just knew things that I didn't understand how I knew. And I was like, is this correct? And they'd be like, yeah. And I was knowing them through this relationship. And so looking back though, I have so many memories of knowing things and understanding things and hearing things and having true encounters and visitations that I just wasn't available. It was like, I'm like in survival mode. I can't like, whatever. Mm. I think I assumed it happened to everyone. Yeah. You know? Um, And I didn't have... Like, there was no one in my family to discuss things with. Like, my mom lived on the couch. My dad wasn't available. I couldn't, like, there was no adult for me to be like, have you ever, like, Mm. does this happen to you? Is this a thing? So I just didn't think it was anything. So it's been happening my whole life, but I didn't understand that it was a thing and that it was intuition until I sat down with someone in service and realized that in that intention... There was something that I I was knowing that I couldn't really understand why I knew. So I guess my whole life, but really 30. Yeah. 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 That sounds, I mean, familiar in a lot of ways as well. But there was so much, when my mother was dying, there there was this woman who, I think I told you this. I mean, I know Jeremy knows. There's this woman came to do... um, uh, she was supposed to come to do massage in the last days of my mother's life because she was unconscious and we could tell by her breathing that it was labored, she yeah. was in pain. And instead, the woman was an intuitive. Oh, and wow. she, I mean, she was a massage therapist, but she came in and she said some things to me that were, 
startling about yeah. uh, my childhood. Whoa. That she was like, um, this and this happened, and I have this energy in this house. And I was like, that is correct. <laughs> and then she and then she was like, I am actually going to, if you guys, and my sister and I are in this sort of vein, though we both, I'm like, that's crazy. And then we'll go back into it and be like, it's true. And we'll be like, no, no, no. And she was like, do you mind if I do Reiki on your mother instead of massage work? And we were like, yeah, of course. And she's like, it's just, she's in so much pain. I just need to move it this way. She did a few things. My mother's breath calmed down, like mm. just over my mother. Yeah. And then she said, is your mother's sister dead? Because she's trying to come in. She's trying to come into the room. <gasps> and I was like, no, she's alive. She's in Alaska. And she's like, well, your mother wants to speak with her. And so we called my, my aunt and she was like, when did she say that? about me being dead and we were like at this time or whenever I don't it wasn't right at that moment we talked to my aunt later and she goes I was trying to astral project at that moment your aunt was trying to astral project (laughs) Uh at that moment Uh uh-huh so this whole thing on my mother's side has been though it's like not talked about because people are they're like well that's crazy you can't talk about it it's not Mm -hmm. true yeah and that you know and I'm more into the like well who knows People yeah. like there's all these churches built and people are into that. So that's true. You people know, like believe in people. Know. Yeah, people are like, oh, this whole ark got built and like mm-hmm. two of every animal people got like, on it. Yeah, you know, apples you know? and snakes, <laughs> apples and snakes, the whole <laughs> thing. Tablets. And so, and I'm kind of like, <laughs> and yeah, tablet tab, meaning like the Ten Commandments. Yeah, <laughs> I but what I first pictured was pills. Yeah, of <laughs> I, I really pictured like like homeopathy, like mm, tablets. Vitamin E is not real. I don't believe that's magic. Exactly. <laughs> Vitamin E is Tablet. magic. <laughs> Tablets. Tablets. But this but instead but I think when it comes to energetic forces or these things or yeah. that we don't and I, I think it's about I mean, because how do you codify it and how do you say, yeah. you know, anything it is. And especially I, I would say for those of us who are more on the uh witch part or mm-hmm. magic with a K part is is about the is about the unknown yeah. and about being available and about being of service and about mm-hmm. being more of a vessel than as someone who is like I know it's mm-hmm. more about letting the questions come mm-hmm. and um, okay. I can firsthand say as someone who's now had two readings with you that you are you she's got it She's got you. it. The gift. Deep. Yeah, she's so got, the gift. got the gift. Do you remember gift. that movie with Kate Blanchett? Of course I do. It's Ugh. such a crush on her. Oh, well, I mean, who oh doesn't? It's, it's called The, the gift. gift. It came out in 2002. And she doesn't know and she's, she's an psychic. intuitive, but oh. she doesn't know it. Yeah, and I really like it. It comes on to her, for her later. Mm-hmm. And she sees it's Tom Cruise's yeah. ex wife, not Nicole Kidman, the other one. Oh, Maybe yeah. Rogers? Work, read, way to go back. Yeah. That? Katie Mimi, Holmes. Yes, okay. but just hold Mimi up. Mimi Rogers was before Nicole I Kidman. I loved Mimi Rogers. Who is that? I just watched her in an episode she's, of The X-Files. She's a very large-breasted actress. She sure is. But I can't remember Was she remember in Top Gun she... or something? <laughs> Top no, Gun. No, that was Kelly... Kelly... Kelly Preston. Kelly Preston. What? How do you what know these the, people? What is a movie that Mimi Rogers has been in? Because I can... in some weird, like weirdo like hotel room movie with David Duchovny I don't know like okay I can't that's crazy Mimi Rogers the Mimi only Rogers. actors well, the I know are great. like Nicole gift Kidman Kate Blanchett Isabel Huppert I don't know anybody after that you do but you, you know, those <laughs> I've been on you a care real about. Michelle Pfeiffer deep dive uh, she was another one I'm queer amazing. like I'm bi whatever yeah, but yeah. I love 
revisiting like my old haunts from my teen years. I and mean, it was like just Gillian Anderson and like Kate Blanchett and it's all there for me. The women who, I mean, for me, it was growing up wanting to be I know. those women. I, know. I mean, when I saw Michelle Fay from Batman Returns, that was when I was really like, oh, that's it. That is. Someone asked me. me if I was bi in all seriousness a couple <laughs> weeks ago. Well, do you mind if I ask who? Yeah, I'll tell you the whole story. Okay, please. Because that sounds, that sounds, I cannot tell you how, how you much I wish it? I was there. It was a shock. <laughs> <laughs> it was Lloyd Mayer, and he was like, oh. he was talking to me about Lar stuff, and he uh. was like, Lloyd Mayer is a dance, just so Liz, our cast with Martha knows. Graham Company, uh-huh. and okay. I staged a work on the company that he was, that he's in. So we worked together for several weeks. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he was like, you're bisexual, right? And, <laughs> I, and I was like, I am in a full, I'm going to sit on this sure side of, of, of this weird table <laughs> we have here. I want to sit closer. Okay. He goes, you're bisexual, right? And I was like. Wait, I was like, why would why do you why would you assume such a why thing? Why me? Yeah, why me? Why don't I understand? Why me? I couldn't, yeah, I, totally. I couldn't totally. understand. I was like, what on earth would make you feel that? And he was like, Well, just the way that you that you talked about Jenna while you were staging this work. I just Jenna's assumed a dancer that, that read has danced with Right, we were learning it from a video of me and this woman, Jenna, Mm -hmm. who I love, and I guess my love for her was so, like, I love Jenna. We're very, like, spiritually connected. But it's not a sexual passion. No. No. You love Jenna like I love Michelle and Parker. It's like a a woman who it's like, uh, it's my sister. So he he just, he made a strange assumption. Yeah, and so what did you say? I said, no, no, no. And then what I did corrected he say? No, no, Nanette. He, I think I it, no, no, he wasn't no, like, no. he wasn't, I mean, he believed me. Right. You know, he wasn't like, you're a liar. You know, Was he like, did he offer up that he's bi or anything? No. He didn't want to talk about himself at all? <laughs> it's so weird. I, when someone's like, when someone brings up something sexual, what? I anticipate that then they are going to <laughs> like, say, do you know what I mean? Yes. Like, who, I also live for, you're bi, right? I'm going to start saying that to everybody just to see you're what bi, happens. You're bi, right? You're bi, right? I'm going to say that every bi, straight right. man I meet. Bi, you know what? That's Go a to shop, bi, right? right? Yeah, bi, right you know, is absolutely out. a I was, shop. I would know, shop at that store every day, okay? You, you best believe. Bi, right. This is reminding me, A, that I grew up next to a bi, right? But B, um, <laughs> I was, like, out in high school because uh-huh. I didn't give a fuck. Right. And I remember, like, a lot of kids being like, go Lindsay Mack, you bisexual? And that's like uh-huh. how they all asked me. That was the languaging of it. And what would you say? Yeah. And then what would they say? Cool. Oh, that's wow. nice. Yeah. Progressive school. I don't give a fuck. You gave no fucks. You were having a hard time at home. N- yeah. I sure was. <laughs> yeah. I sure was. I feel like Lindsay was having such a hard time at home that at school she could have like twisted someone's neck right off if they like I just got... have never cared about that. I've always loved everyone yeah like as a child yeah. i remember being like wow i love her or wow i think i love him like well i feel like most of was, us had that as yeah, children like and I then just, it gets beaten out of you through society and i never even thought to ask like mm-hmm. i didn't even know what that word was but i never assumed like i this is a really weird thing about my raising is that i was raised with like both of my parents are Republicans. So it's just like, yeah, I'm sorry. So it's like sorry. my deep, it's, like, it's like I can hear about child abuse, and I then I'm, I'm dead silent. I I'm like, I relate. Been yeah, there. It's but then really... someone says Republican, and I'm like, oh, my God. I know. And like. My um, birthday wish they all dropped dead. <laughs> <laughs> and so it is. And Did they so, vote it, for Donald so Trump? mode it be. 
My father did. Okay. And well. I don't, I'm not in communication with my mother, so I don't yeah. know who she voted for. Right. Okay. Uh, she either didn't show up or she right. voted for Donald Trump. Right. But um, so you're raised Republican, so they were. Republican. I was not raised. Right, I was right, not raised, right. but like. Right. I was. I was not raised. Was not raised. <laughs> Period. I was in a cage. No, and I actually don't even remember where I was going with that. I think um, my parents were really. I don't know. I don't have like a ton of confidence in all areas, but I just remember being like, "Oh, I remember." My grandfather's brother is an extremely progressive Catholic priest. He's in his 80s and has lobbied to have abortion be legal. He's gone wow. all the way up to the bishop. Like, he's like, this bullshit is ridiculous. He, he like, has wanted to marry same sex, and he's a Catholic priest. And he right. gave me a book when I was very young called Good Goats. And it's basically about <laughs> dispelling myths in the Bible with historical fact. It's like, there's no hell. That's oh. a translation of a word that meant like burning garbage. And that was like where it was a folktale. Like he always, that was in my life. So I never had a thing about being by being unacceptable. Yeah. Right. Because there was a religious figure that as uncomfortable as my parents were about it, my uncle was like, it's 70 years old. was like, get with it. Like, <laughs> get with it. God made her that way. That was literally the language. really bless it. him. And I would love to to have him on the podcast. Oh, that's really he sounds amazing. On. Would he, he really? Of course he would. I want to, I'll go out to, he Marie and I will little, yeah. go out to New Jersey. I'll bring my car down from upstate so I can drive us out there. Okay. And we'll, well I don't really want to get great. on a train. Sounds like a trip I so hard. would not be super interested in doing this. <laughs> yes, you would. I would. Yeah, you'd be into, come well, on, Marie. Like getting in a car to go meet a stranger? He meets, he, he would love that. He lives in like Cape yeah. Lavalette now, so I don't know Where's if that? that. It's like way deep in the Jersey Shore. So I don't know how available you'd be for Jersey Shore. Or how far is that? <laughs> <laughs> I hear these things, and as long as it's not like Maine, it's yeah, close. you're right. Well, anyway, you know what I mean? yeah, I don't know. I was really, but it, at school it was difficult. I don't know why I was just so fierce about it. it was, yeah, yeah. What are yeah. you gonna do to me? I was remembering how in the seventh grade I wore an AIDS ribbon to school, and kids were, were you like destroyed for it. Oh yeah, yeah. But they well, they were like, "What's that for?" And I was like, "It's it's for AIDS awareness." And they're like, "You have AIDS?" And I said, "No." And they said, well, you're a faggot, and faggots die of AIDS. And then I'd get, like, punched or something, and I'd be like, I'm just going to keep this ribbon on. You can go fuck yourself. Yeah. You I'm know? So sorry it was well, well, I'm so sorry. What happened to you happened to you. It's okay. I'm but, sorry for all of us. But, I mean, but I'm the, like, okay. I'm good. Reed's yeah, okay. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Reed, Reed got a pretty good one yeah. overall, I would say. Yeah. But, you know, I, I think I didn't back down. It was a real... Yeah. I don't know why that one. I've backed down about other things, but... But not the buy card. One of my favorite things is buy. Heard you were. That's when you see the buy to someone. You can incorporate that onto Lloyd Mayer the next time you see him. Okay. I only feel sorry for like, I, I wouldn't feel sorry for any like part of my life that anyone did to me except for things I did to myself. Mm. Yeah. Mm, that's powerful. Is it? It is. And that you did to your, and that you did to yourself out of what reasons? So many. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, just like the people around you and things that you think you should be. I wish those are the things. Those are my regrets of like wishing that I hadn't had an idea of like what should and just like mm. been more like intuitively reactionary and just mm. like done things. I still feel like I'm not fully there. 
I mean, do you feel that you fully let go of no, that? No, I, mean, I would like too? have no. I would say so many. Th- it would be terrible. No friends. <laughs> well, I think <laughs> I think Larry David. I yeah. think that that's one side of it. Of, <laughs> yeah. of kind of snapping at people or saying that maybe first reaction thing, but there's other things that I think we inhibit for sure. I mean, in part of in the. I've, classes have started. I started teaching again on Monday. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I teach in this improvisation is about um, following impulse, but also denying impulse. Because generally how improvs go for in this one acting exercise, uh, it's about all following your impulse. And mm-hmm. I was like, no one does that. Except, you know, some people, I suppose, do that when we turn them psychotic or the president. And, um, but most people deny a lot of their impulses. They like mm-hmm. stuff their intuition. Some of that's really good. Like, I don't think it's great to shoulder check people on the train or to like <sighs> yell at someone in a Starbucks. Yeah. We're not animals, you know what <laughs> no. I mean? No, but some of it's not like, great when you like when you want to tell someone how beautiful they think you think they are, or you know when you want yeah. to express yeah. these. I I think should well, Louise Hay. The that's a kind of tricky healer in the in the. I mean, that's not the biggest fan. I'm not the biggest fan no. either. Louise not, Hay would have been really into read. She would have really been into like you gave yourself cancer with what you thought, and yeah, you could undo it through mantras. Whoa. Do you know when I I was just telling Jack I just I'm so grateful in this weird way not to get like weird or mushy about it, but your story. Please be weird and mushy. Okay. Well, your story that you shared. Um, a couple weeks after that, I got a neurological diagnosis that is not cancer, but is really extreme. And it was, A, very healing for me to hear about the sense of, like, groundedness that you had about your process. So just, like, thank you. Are you okay? I mean, yeah. Like, I have, like, yeah. There's nothing that can be done about it. Ever? No. <laughs> you don't have to share with it yeah, if you don't I'm want fine, to. But, but I'm okay. Okay. Yeah, we I'm talked okay. about it's it pre-this. It's a thing, but... It seems to all be humming along fine. Okay. Yeah. But I share this because... All witches send Lindsay a lot of good vibes. <laughs> well, what I was going to say is that I I have encountered some of that. Mm. That's like what, you know, what, um, like, I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'm praying for your healing. And I'm like, mm. thank you. But also, like, I'm all right. And right. there's medicine to being sick, too. Like, there's right. life here. And, mm-hmm. like, it's also okay to not know what's going to happen. And it's okay to just be like, wow, I'm so sorry. Yeah. But, like, healing, that the spiritual co- community has a real kind of patriarchal dark side around, like, shame and guilt and personal responsibility for getting sick. That I'm, like, fully agree doggedly that. on the front lines to be like, no. Yeah. Like, no, because yeah. you can be in complete alignment and get cancer. Yeah. Babies get yeah. cancer. Yeah. Are you yeah. crazy? Yeah. I mean, I think if someone had said to me, like, I can give you some mantras to, like, help <laughs> you with your cancer, I'd have been like, go fuck yourself. I'm going to go to the hospital. Yeah. 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 Big time. Absolutely. But the, the positive thing I was going to bring from the Louise Hayes Sorry. is, no, well, no, it's because it's the only one I have to bring up from it, is mm-hmm. that she said should is the worst word that we have so it's those and I was thinking of that as you were talking about the shoulds that you gave yourself mm. and those are the things you have regrets mm. for don't mm-hmm. you know yeah don't should all over yourself it's a really good <laughs> it's really a did. really good t-shirt. my early 20s were all about shoulding yeah I feel a lot of us did that I mean whether you come from trauma mm-hmm. or but I also think the queer body does that I mean I had as out as I was I there was still shame around my sexuality mm. I mean you and I t- texted briefly about call me by your name but mm-hmm. the, the way in which you uh 
loved how held he kept himself, the mm-hmm. boy, you know, and that sort of like freezing things down. Mm-hmm. I remember in high school, especially when I got to Interlochen, being like, I can't, I'm not going to do anything here that's outside of just getting ahead. Like, I felt like I couldn't live if I wanted to have a career, meaning like make out with boys. Oh. I felt like, or have friendships, really. I felt like everything had to narrow down to a, a line towards success. <laughs> that, like, personal attachments would not function. But I feel that was part of, I feel like that was also part of homophobia. I know that. What? Know that? Were you, like, career-bent as a young person? I wanted to be, but I didn't get that opportunity. <laughs> like, I wanted to be... I just didn't get, like, my... If I had even... I didn't know about a place like Interlochen when I was mm. a kid, but it was what I would have wanted. Mm. But if I had asked for that, my family would have been like, absolutely not. Right. Like, it, they're just... I wanted to be career-focused. Like, if I had had my way, I would have gone to, like, a performing arts middle school. Right. But I didn't get that, which is fine. If I'd had my way, I would have been on TV by the time I was six. You know, I really... I understand. Thank God that didn't happen. Thank God I'd be dead by now. But I think (laughs) that that kind of careerist drive was part of keeping... was For me, was definitely trying to mitigate sexuality. Mm. And that I'm not a a body. I'm I'm an actor. You know, I'm just this puppet. It's definitely a way to feel sexual and to get to transmute and like work with all these different things in a safe way yeah well and in a way that is about that you get applause for yeah instead of the private or you know your own dealings of shame and whatever Mm. um what has been your so you love pina bausch since this is what's going with dance and (gasps) stuff and we're doing like a full stuff which episode i wept my balls off and you got to see brie do it did, were you there the night I that happened, Brie was doing Kathy Mueller and Wright? It just happened to be. I sure did. I cried so hard at um, Rite of Spring because there were variations within the dance that I'd never seen before in my own eyes. Mm-hmm. And it made me spontaneously just start hysterically crying. Yeah, it was a shock. I mean, oh, I, I hadn't seen it It was a flood to yeah. the nervous system yeah. in a way that I'll never forget. And I felt like, I don't know if you saw this or whatever, but... My uh, Chase went with me. My husband, he really likes Pina Bausch too. We saw Valmon together. Like we've, we love her. And um, we were going to eat somewhere before the show. And there was this line like wrapped around the block. And I was like, oh, like what is this for at BAM? And this woman was like, we're waiting to see if we can see Rite of Spring Aww. tonight. And like, it was not Cafe Mueller. She was like, you know, and like, to see him like, getting goosebumps right now, like I'm so grateful I got to see that like at BAM in my lifetime. It meant yeah. so much. I can't yeah. believe I only went once. I like want to kill myself for that. But um, <laughs> yeah, Cafe Mueller, Mueller was beautiful, but I've seen Cafe Mueller. Right. So it felt like a thrill to see it. But oh boy, what a what a gift. Yeah. Like I really was like, oh, I want to cherish every moment. What yeah. other dance performance? And there's something interesting in terms mm-hmm. of Rite of Spring in that it is such a ritual as I well. I know. And there's something very energetic. We, I've been there many times. Not in And that the, piece of music. Yeah. And like how, like to reflect on how badly Stravinsky was received for that score and to listen mm. to it now and like have everyone love it as it is, mm. is feels really special to me. Like and, how like legacies are never linear to the lifetime. 
Mm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like very much. Yeah. yeah. I love Phaedra Skull. I love uh-huh. like um yeah. yeah, I love Phaedra Skull. I love uh Jasper Johns. John Jasper. John, John Jasper. Jasper. Sorry. I don't Same. love it that but much. Jasper Johns as a person too. I love your work Thank especially. You. Um God, I don't know. Like I haven't gotten to see enough and I'm really out of the game. Like I didn't know I'm not a ballet. I don't know enough about ballet, but I've been learning from both of you. So now, like, I'm, I'm like checking out some force. Well, it sounds like you're really interested in like modern dances with theater and like exactly. Feeling. Yeah. yeah, I am. You I'm, won't get a ton of that at the ballet. No, but I still love ballet. It's no. so abstract. I know. I mean, at City Ballet, not at ABT. You can go for like real, yeah. like coughing death at ABT. <laughs> yeah, I really enjoy shoes. that. Yeah, big time. <laughs> yeah, but the I don't know, but there's something so theater to me about Stravinsky Violin Concerto and Serenade, and I get they're abstract, but the way they're orchestrated he's, is a theatrical event. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. right, though. Like I don't have, and I also think. Having listened to, because I, I love the podcast, but I like listening to the two of you speak about what you're interested in. And I, every time I hear you speak, read about a ballet piece that you've seen, it's interesting to listen to that. And like, I've, I'm probably never going to have that perspective on it because I wasn't raised in it. Mm. Um, but I, like, I saw like, you know, like the Nutcracker at Lincoln Center, which I enjoyed. Yeah. I really did. You went one. just this year? It was a great production of it's it. It's a great production. It's a great production, yeah. but I really loved this one. It felt like really tight and really mm-hmm. joyous and the snow, it was like uh, so everything to it's me. Amazing. It's amazing. It was really great. Good. I love it. The snow. And I, the snow is my favorite part. It's, it's beautiful. I cried. And I, yeah, absolutely. Jeremy cried. We all cried. Yeah. It's yeah. beautiful. So I, when It's I, like going into like your childhood. Yeah. Like yeah. that's what the snowy woods looks like in mm-hmm. a child in your dreams yeah. yeah like going into the clearing in the forest yeah. and the snow swirls yeah. yeah the snow swirls yeah yeah i love justin peck like i like uh, different yeah. more contemporary stuff mm-hmm. yeah fairly yeah. but i wish i knew more i want to know more which is why i've been enjoying your i've been enjoying it i love dance thank you of you're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna make an effort to maybe talk about dance occasionally <laughs> we are oh it's I mean, great you do talk about dance you talk about dance all the time we talk about dance all the time and okay. recently you said and you, you didn't want to talk about it anymore I know I really just want to talk about movies but people do like the dance I think yeah some people yeah we'll talk about it I mean we have a lot coming up well your whipped yeah. cream episode I love when you dig into Oof. like Rob Mosky but like that thing with Rob Monsky and Justin Peck, like, I didn't know anything about that. Oh, yeah. And you know, it's so interesting important. that I didn't even, that then I found out on the, in the Barton episode, was it the Rob Monsky's, that tweet was about, was from Lauren's piece. When Rob Monsky came back about um, men lift men. Oh. I mean, men lift oh, women. Oh, it about Justin Peck's It was piece? about Lauren Lovett, who had just had these two... Uh, she had two guys... Um, who basically did like a male female duet, but they mm-hmm. were just it wasn't like two guys like doing guy things together. Mm-hmm. It was like two guys doing like a romantic ballet duet with like Sounds very great. typical like yeah. male female ballet steps. And it was right after that that Rotmonsky oh. did that post. But also because Justin's then came Times are erasing and he did the like gender neutral casting. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That it all sort of 
blurred in. I yeah. deeply love Mark Morris too. Oh, oh my god! I deeply we're love. We're gonna have him on. Seeing Mark Morris for something's wrong. I mean, long time. Wow. Yeah. We're gonna have him on. We're gonna have Isaac on. <laughs> we're gonna have those queens wishes. on. Yeah. Not wishes. Wishes are witches. Wishes are witches. Very, it's all gonna witches happen. Witches. It's all gonna happen. Um, and what's going? So now back to you and your practice. What's going on mm-hmm. with it now? Like you're mainly based in New York, but you travel a lot. I travel all the time. So here's what. Here's here's what. Yes. Um, I am shifting this year. So I regularly have a three to five month wait for a reading. Wow. Yes. I cannot. Again. I'm going to say thank you and on this. <laughs> You're welcome. Of giving me a reading it's my today. Pleasure. When I asked you. Wow. It's it's I I knew that people were shifted so I could have one today. And thank this is you. like going to Noma or like going you know this is crazy. <laughs> well, I have no ego about it cuz those things come and go, but like yeah. It's been that way for a little while and it's getting to the point where I could either like raise my rate to like $395 a reading or I could like tap out and do more group things and retreats and that's what I'm doing mm. because it's not tenable for me to like because then I'm isolating and right. freezing out. How long out. is a reading? It's about an hour. Yeah. Depending. Minutes. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's too much. So. I mean, c- congratulations. You're welcome. When yeah, you can make almost you. $10 a minute. You know what I mean? Great. It's not bad. <laughs> She's really. I'm like 250 now. So oh, okay. Like, okay. Yeah, I'm 250 She's, now. Yeah, you make yeah. But, but, because but, of, but because of the call to what she can yeah, do. Yeah, it just can't go above 250 for an hour. Like, it, people are very happy that. to pay for it. But it. So now what That's is. That's how much I pay for physical therapy. You know what I mean? Yeah. That And that, quite frankly, is how much a good therapist is at the low end. Yeah. I mean it, it it's the rate in New, in New York. If I lived in like Yeah, if I lived in like Santa Fe, my rate would be different. Right. You know what well, I mean? AP, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you lived in like some real garbage place, it'd be like eighty dollars. Exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. Tampa. And so um. <laughs> what is happening now is that I'm doing the a couple of different things that are providing some really beautiful kind of passive income and I'm doing two retreats this year and um, they're both doing quite well. And I do like a course that's very popular. And so essentially I'm writing a what book. What is that course? It's just learning how to read tarot in the way that I teach it. When mm-hmm. you say retreat, what does that mean? A week away where you learn how to read tarot in the way that I teach it, which is different than my, how other people do it. My boyfriend often uses the word retreat around his own work and he says we had for the un mm -hmm. he's like Uh we had a retreat this week and every time he says it all i can think of is like (laughs) ropes courses and canoes and tents and sleeping bags but it really means that they just like went into a conference room and like talked about something as a group and so for like two hours yeah Uh and so for me like i he's i I pointed that out to me stopped saying retreat but now i miss it because i just liked thinking about Thinking about all these people in suits doing trust falls. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry yeah. for your loss. Thank from, you. For the yeah. You can tell them to you can bring it back in. Um, so that's what I'm doing. My my career is shifting to, and I'm, I do a podcast too. And my career is shifting to this space of service to like hundreds of people. Yeah. With one offering versus one on one. I do one on one all the time, but. Uh, it's changing. I have to like, well, I'm about to reveal it, but I have to like, I had to stop booking people because it 
was making me unavailable for people to like email me same day and be like, I am in a legitimate crisis and I have to see you. And I would never be able to see those people. So I was like, I have like six people today. Like, when am I going to see this person? And so now like, it's just all shifted to like back room, which sounds crazy, but it's basically like when people need me or want me or whatever, I'm there. Or if I feel a yes, I'm there. And you know, the person that got shifted for our session, like it was exactly correct. Like they had to be in, they wanted to be in the morning anyway. Like it was all completely in alignment. Uh, yeah. What so. are your feelings on them? The that celebrity medium Twink Child. I don't even know who that is. Oh, I don't either. Do you, he's some like young man who just talks to like Brooke Shields or mm-hmm. like. So, oh. And then he like doodles on a pad and he tells them thing about like their grandma who wants to tell them about their That's puppy. That's not like my gift. Mm. So I don't know. I don't have that gift. I'm okay. not a medium. I would, you know, I wish. I just don't she's do not, that. She's not. She's not like being like, your mother just told me something. That's right. not no, how no, these sessions People aren't go. astral projecting into they, your they body. Sure. They sure oh, are. I wish you were like Whoopi and Ghost. Oh, <laughs> me too. Wouldn't that that be would be yeah, I wish I was too. Yeah. That would be amazing. Yeah. Molly, you and Danger Girl. <laughs> That would be good. I'll try to work on Though that. Though I don't know how tenable, quite frankly. Or That'd sustainable. Be hard. Remember when yeah, hard life. she discovered yeah. her gift and then everyone started to come to get yeah. in her and there was just ghosts all around her, yeah. like waiting their turn? Wait till you see it's the terrible. gift with Kate Blanchett. I'm telling you, oh, it's really great. You, you should watch it tonight. It's really great. It's unbelievable. She's what? like in the bayou. It's They're in the ridiculous. bio. She's doing this kind of southern accent. Yeah. It doesn't work out so great for her. I'm a little way. bit like the, uh, I'm like a little bit like a normal version of the woman in Poltergeist. Because I feel things I like that. Yes. I feel things like that. Yeah. And I know how to help. very upset all the time. Oh, all the time. I'm happy. I'm a happy version of that. Oh, okay. Yeah. You mean Zelda? Yeah. She wasn't upset all the time. Wasn't she? No, she was like, was just you have voice. to go in there and get her. <laughs> that's upset. Oh, no, that's called having a boundary. Oh. That's called like, especially. Oh my God, you look so scary. No, especially when working with like the spirit world that's gonna like, can do whatever it wants. Wow. It's really like, boundary up, girl, or they'll just boundary blow up. you right away. Sure Lindsay, will. what do you yeah. think that Whoopi Goldberg feels about having, like basically having a Tony, having an Oscar, having an Emmy, having a, having a Grammy, and yet now she's in a place where she doesn't do anything to exploit her real gifts. How do you think she feels about that? You mean her intuitive gifts? Yeah. Oh, is Whoopi an intuitive, I actually? Do you think she is? Wait. I feel like she probably is. Is but that how she I feel like won it's, all those well, well, you know, like, Erica Badu, Erica Badu is, like, an intuitive. Really? Yeah, and she just, like, rolls with it. She does it for, like, friends. She was all, you know what, maybe, do you think intuitives have, like, virtuosic kind of acting skills yeah i think so because she them. was amazing in the cider house rules and she had never acted before and i was she like sure was. what's happening yeah erica yeah. Ba- erica badu is amazing yeah she's in my really great. acting class yesterday i was i i said what do you think acting is and this student brought up possession and i was yeah. like yeah mm-hmm. that like is acting it that is that performance it's... like is that oh oh i'm so sorry i thought you meant like Isabella Johnny. Oh, in possession? Yes. Well, also, let me just say <laughs> that is I was acting. Like, wow. Let me absolutely that's say acting. what is that, acting? Because acting is Isabella Johnny in possession. possession. That's what I thought and you, you know meant. What? And yeah, you know what? Possession. You're true. 
Both of those things I'm are right. true. Possession, I'm channeling, right. and right. Isabella, Johnny, and possession. You intuitively knew. I would definitely say that... <laughs> I channeled it. That yeah. the yeah. Venn diagrams of, like, the people... The only people I've looked to in terms of great performmers are women. There's no men I can... The men just don't go there. They don't. They're well, too that's freaked out or we, shut down or something. We really share something with Poltergeist. Like, Ugh. that movie deeply changed me, and it was because of Joe Beth Williams. I mean, that's Did you see Rumble Ghost when I did it? Uh, you gave me the password to watch it on Vimeo. Aww. So I have seen it. Oh, I wish you Gorgeous. could see it live. Reed and Brie are think, in it. I know that. They're the, the house. You're yeah, like, I've yeah. The, I've had the privilege of dancing with famous Brianna <laughs> She's been writing me lately. Actually, I I'll thought tell of her you today podcast. Well, because I was scrolling through my phone and I saw a picture of Andrew Zox's face and I thought, my God. Andrew oh, Zox. Yeah, yeah. Her, her ex that who we love. Yeah. The who light we, around God, his face, yeah. it's not Talk a about someone I hope is bi, ladies and gentlemen and other. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to assume he is. Uh, yeah. Well, hope bi, so. right? Maybe hopefully, hopefully bi for at least me and Reed. Um, uh, it's my birthday, Andrew Zox. Happy birthday. Um, <laughs> uh, we had another question for you, Lindsay, about what's going on with the work. Okay, yeah. so you're helping me to, you're doing these retreats. Yeah. You're writing a book. Uh-huh. What is, are you, do you have a publisher already? Do you have an advance? Yeah. All that stuff? Scholastic? No, I'm working on it. Mm-hmm. I'm working on it. Um, I had a publisher and then it didn't work mm-hmm. because they weren't great. And then I was like, well, I'll just self-publish it. And now there's somebody who, and was fully on like writing every day working on that and then someone just reached out to me that yeah. I really liked and so works. now we're talking about it but um so I teach tarot <laughs> in a really different way which is a part of the reason that I think that I have the reach that I do um it's tarot kind of without any sort of future prediction yeah because there is no future and because ethics and responsibility are really important to me and all of them are really like if you have an understanding and a knowing about the way things are moving that's one thing but if you're not sure there has to be a way of being like this is what this is here for without me guessing right and um there is a tendency amongst and i really respect the lineage but tarot literature to have things be very like uh, horror show like yeah. doom and gloom and um mm. uh, it's my deepest most passionate intention to relieve people of that and actually offer them a way to know a certain card that might be scaring them in a way where it's really bringing medicine yeah and it's easy for me because i've been to hell and back many times and yeah. i know what it is to appreciate those visits and not celebrate them, but just understand that there's like life is life and it's not good or bad. It just is. So I think the tarot's like that too. And I never set out to do anything differently. It's just the way I like look at life and always have. And people are drawn to that because it's a very empowering way to look at it. Um, and so there's been like a lot of interest in what I might have to say in a book. It's so slow going though. I'm just, I'm busy. It's hard to write. And writing takes. I mean, at least for Sucks me, when, the energy yeah. right out of my eyeballs. Like, if it's I need, just if really I, hard. I'm in a writing zone, I can't everything. It, that's, that's what it. I mean. I have to be alone. You know? And I mean, I think this also goes along, this also works for performers and for creators. <laughs> uh, and, but it's a good question for 
a, a healer, a witch, mm-hmm. how do you take care of your energy? What's your self-care in terms of these days where you'll maybe be doing six readings mm-hmm. or if you're at the end of a retreat? Yeah. So I have two answers to that. My first answer is a little esoteric, but I swear it is true. I'm not doing anything. I'm inviting in the guides of the people that I'm working for, and I am a vessel for that. And when they go, the guides go. So I'm tired like you would be after working a day, but I don't get caught up in anything. Like it comes in and then it goes. So I feel like... Have you worked to establish a boundary for that though? It's very easy because guides are such clear light and Mm. the intention that I set before a reading, it just, it's like my root chakra goes like right into the earth and anything that comes through goes right out of me. And I don't have problems with it. It's just usually like sometimes I'm like, fuck, but I mean, I have massive, I've had a lot of experience in sitting, letting something go, um, whatever it is, but pretty much between people, like if I have a person and then they leave, I will say like anything that was just brought up, talked about, discussed that's in my field, like just like passing it along, let it, letting it go. And then I find a lot of, a lot of medicine in like squats, like actually getting down into my body, like, or stretching. Yeah, Yeah. Like literally between clients like I have to move my body like that Mm. and like get down into a squat and like hang out there and I'll have a drink of water sometimes I have to walk but my self-care is my rigorous privacy so like I'm such an introvert like I can have conversation like this but I'm truly in spirit a deep hermit and once I'm done that door closes and it does not open until I'm ready to open it again. So it's just like taking time and cultivating a lot of joy, but the actual realistics of how I take care of myself are that I have extremely rigorous boundaries when I'm reading for someone. Um, And I find that that happens very organically when I'm inviting in my guides and theirs because then I'm just providing the information without necessarily having to do or figure out anything. It helps. It's it's like how that teacher in Village of the Damned saved the village by thinking of the brick wall. Just think brick walls. Try to go in. Trying to get him to like explode something or you know something. Oh no no he had a bomb in his bag. He 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 was blowing kamikaze. He was blowing up. He killed himself and brick wall. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. That's exactly right. right. One of the things that I that you said to me once that I have thought about a lot, and of course I would from Graham, is contraction and release. Yeah. And so you talk about being in a period of contraction because you're about sure, to go yeah. into a release, into a birth. Yeah. Is your experience of our... I'm going to ask a, a question that I'm very curious about, which I did get to ask you, yeah. in our political climate, in this mm-hmm. real upheaval that, mm-hmm. happen, that has happened, that is happening, this mm-hmm. exposure of... Everything. A lot of darkness, of cruelty and justice. Um, can you speak to that at all? Wow. On what? On what topic? Are we in a contraction that is? Yeah. And is that has that been sort of when you've tuned in the the vibe that we're in this contraction? We are most definitely in a contraction in terms of the world and the country and 
probably the most important thing to know about a contraction is that so I've never given birth in you three or men, but what I know about it <laughs> so far, so far, what I know about it is that contractions are easier when you give over to them because the function of them is to dilate you. So there's no contraction that comes through in life that's not here to help us dilate and evolve. We may not like it, contractions are extremely painful, but you're either not available to breathe into the contraction and let yourself be opened, or you are. And so I think everyone's working on their own time with what is my relationship to being available to be dilated through this contraction. Because it goes against like the fabric of our being. Our nervous systems are like down to the like smallest detail don't want to do that. Our nervous systems don't even want to be near discomfort of any kind. They don't want to be near thinking about that. In my community right now, who baby in looking at white supremacist stuff, like the utilization of certain practices and certain things that are not part of the blood lineage. I have no problem talking about that. because that's part of my job to be like, you know, if I'm in a room with, and I'm doing a ceremony with people of color, what are my practices? Is this Mm -hmm. acceptable? Is this Mm -hmm. something I've been initiated in? Mm -hmm. Huge conversation that frankly, hardly anyone was even thinking about three years ago. True. Now it's like the most important thing. There are people in my community that don't want to think about that. They don't want to look at that. They're not available to move through that contraction yet. And the more we move through the contraction, the more open and available and kind of soft we become. And the more I think we get primed to actually be, and I'm not saying that my willingness to like look at my practices is an example of this, but I think on a larger scale, in a much more important sense, um, that if if there's one intention, like willingness to move through contraction, it could, it really is over a long period of time, I think helping to literally open for this rebirth. That's what I think is going on. I believe it. Yeah. I fully believe it. When it was election night, did you have a sense of what was going to happen? You yeah, did. I sure did. I didn't. Yeah. I was a real shock. <laughs> it was still <laughs> horrible that I did. I didn't want to yeah. face it. Yeah, I had I a feeling before, like uh, months before. Chase, I was like, like, knew. Yeah. And I was like, really? oh, he knew. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I was like, no, because I didn't want to believe it. Yeah. For weeks before the election, yeah. I was speaking very calmly about it. And I was like, he's going to win. Wow. And like, we're going to work on this. But then it, when it came close to the election, I was like, there's no way that's going to happen. And of course right. it did. That, I had the same thing. Did. I was like, you know what? I think it's going to happen. I really think it's going to happen. I grew up with these people. Yeah. I feel like they've, They'll come, come, out. they've come back. I feel like they yeah. hid long enough and they're ready to like fight back. I was thrown for a loop, you guys. You were really I understand. Yeah. We grew up in different places. There's no shame in that. No, there's no Many people were. And I still, even though I had thought this was going to happen, I was it was still a big shake to the core. Well, I'll tell you something that I have not been able to express before because I'm not in the right circles of people who are willing to talk about this. I actually, oh man. Okay, here we go. 
Yeah, here we go. I'm ready for it. I, like, understand why people voted for Trump because I understand. I get it. You don't want any progress, that's fine. What I am still working on in terms of my anger and my forgiveness and my compassion are people that I know who live here who didn't vote. Who didn't vote. No. Right. And people who were just like, yeah, I hate Clinton. Like, fuck her. Oh, my God. And it's like, you have the privilege of not voting, motherfucker. Like, where were you? And then they're the people who are like screaming at me (laughs) to be, you know, donating or whatever. I'm like, bitch, where were you for the rights of the marginalized on fucking voting day? Don't talk to me. Right. Look at yourself. Yes. Friend. Yeah. So that's what I struggle with. Yeah. I'm like, you, you know, you voted for Trump. You're, it's like such a specific mindset. Mm-hmm. I understand it. It's in my family. I know I don't agree, but I understand. I get it. Mm-hmm. I actually do. I don't understand where we were. Right. Because I fucking voted. Mm-hmm. I don't know where other people were, but right. like I, that's what's been harder is because I still haven't I I still I'm still so like caught like I it's the it's the same thing I had that was a kid where I can't under I still can't understand like I can't understand that level of cruelty it really is like it's it's like someone it's it's just beyond me I don't it's like people don't I don't I'm sorry to interrupt you no 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 we were simultaneously talking we were I don't think that people intent I really believe that people think how people feel about how I think how we feel about him, people out there felt about Obama. Like I think people truly really? believe yeah, that, that Trump that's is answering a prayer. Yeah. That like he's different because largely there's some total lunatics out there. Most people kind of want to be happy and free. Like yeah. they want to be taken care of. Like they really believe that, and that has helped me to gain some compassion because. I'm able to under, I do think that I'm able to be like, okay, this isn't my mindset, but what were you hoping to receive from this? The only thing that I've been able to ascertain from anyone that I've genuinely been like, tell me what excites you about Mm. Donald Trump is that they're afraid and they're afraid of progress and of immigration and of losing their jobs and they're afraid. And he represents something to them that's like, we're going to take care of this for you. So when people respond out of fear as horrific and as much as I'm going to personally go to war with it in terms of like stepping up and doing whatever I can, I can have some compassion. Yeah. It's hard for me to have compassion for people who just didn't show up. Yeah. 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 Work. <sighs> we have to wrap up because Jeremy's <laughs> taking me to dinner. Oh. Yeah. What time yes. is it? It's six. 29. This is oh, perfect. Yeah. That's great. This was really nice. Lindsay, do you I have any... I feel it was one of our best <laughs> interviews. It was... Felt really I'm nice. getting a hit, too. It yeah. was... It, me t- I'm, I'm high. I'm bi. I'm in the yeah. sky. <laughs> bye, right? Um, yes. Can, bye, right? Thank you both for your podcast. It's been such a gift in my life. Really. And I know it's a gift for so many. It means the world. Lindsay, Thank you for being you're, our best listener. You're, you're welcome. really you're you're such Thank a Thank you for having me. This has been a real honor. I am privilege. so honored that that you that you deigned to be the birthday guest and 
Um, I follow I follow you on Instagram. So I've been the reason yeah. I asked that contraction release question too about this political time is because I've actually followed your updates on what we're going through. Yeah. On Instagram, she's Wild Soul Healing. I sure am. Um, and people can reach out to you through that. And is, do you have a website? I sure do. So they, I'm pretty much living on Instagram at Wild Soul Healing, and they can find me at lindsaymack.com. And that's it. Great. Yeah. Are you related to Taylor Mac? I fucking wish. I know. No, she's M A C K. But I'm giving Jack his birthday <gasps> present. Yay! Oh, yay! Hi! I'm going to open it I on air. Gonna, yeah. read it was other, a moment. It was a hug and a read. <laughs> it says, Happy birthday and stuff. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's an Ayurvedic facial <gasps> from Pratima. Wow, you yes. knew it. Been there for years. Um, Reed's really been into the Ayurvedic facials. I am fully excited to get into this. And what I love is the message says Sampra Viva. Yeah. Live forever Mm -hmm. from death becomes her. Yay. Yay. I'm sorry. This is not the Madonna wand, but next year. Next year, when we're rich and famous. (laughs) Yeah, that's a monumental birthday for you. Um, This has been the. What a dream. An incredible birthday. I'm really, I feel wild. I feel magical. My lungs feel much better <sighs> than they have in a long time. Oh, so good. And um, I'm really grateful for you, Reed. I love you so much. I'm so grateful for you, Jeremy. Obviously, you know I love you. I love you. And <laughs> Lindsay, I love you so much. I love you and so I am, much. I, I want to set an intention that we get to spend more time. Uh, witchy time together this year That's because peace. it's yeah. it's it's really it's a it's a real deep <laughs> thing <laughs> being by uh, your subtle instrument. Thank you. Um, I we're just gonna say just bye, being, right? by. being by. Oh, being you by. Too. Yes. But thank you. It Everyone, so much. It's. I, I mean you. it. Everyone, be by. Just get just into be it. Bi. Let's all Everyone just is get. Anyway. Everyone. I fully you believe like, it. No. It's, I, well, no. I'm into I mean, it. my first sort of like stirrings were definitely over like a lady's breast. You know, like as a young yeah. man. And I definitely I've, had my first ejaculation thinking about it. You know, a nipple. Really? For sure. Oh, wow. Nice. So, well, that kind of answers Lloyd's yeah. question a little yeah, bit on Lloyd the spectrum. And <laughs> I... knew. He knew. Picked up on that name. He was an intuitive, too. He, that's right. Lloyd <laughs> knew more than you knew. And I've <laughs> done it with women. I've said that on this podcast before. I feel you like... Had, you've no. seen yeah, yeah, yeah. I have. Jeremy's over us right now. Jeremy's <laughs> like, we've got to go. We've got to get to my dinner. All right. We love, we love you. Bye. Bye. Happy birthday.